Here we go. Unlike any other, it is a Friday, 9 a.m., a few minutes past nine. Uh, welcome to it. It's Untapped Talent with myself, Sia Sangweni Finn. It's the end of the week. You guys, I think I actually like my show being on a Friday. There's something about it. It's just like a chilled vibe all of a sudden. And you know what? We started off with Janelle Monet and we were all yogaring here. Let's bring on the weekend. But on that note as well, we're going to have a show and a half for you. Uh, for the next hour, I want to talk about the business side of showbiz. We hear this fancy term. We hear all about these hipster terms like creative. But what does it actually mean and what actually goes into it? So with this hour, I'll be speaking to, he likes to call himself a creative as well. So I'm not just referring to him as a hipster. He personally told me I can call him a creative. His name is Nati Khateb, and he'll be joining me a little, in a little bit, just talking about his career thus far. Um, and then also, a little later in the show, I'll be joined by comedian and producer, but I also feel like those terms don't even fully encompass all the things that he truly does, uh, Thomas Kumete. Um, and really, hey, it is a conversation, and that's what we're all about. And you know that if you do want to join the conversation, write on Untapped Talents on cliffcentral.com. All you have to do is send us a message on WeChat. Our official account is Cliff Central. Simply type connect and message to sir, to to show, to sew, that's when you know <laughs> my tongue is already in weekend mode uh, and I can read your message as it pops up onto screen or else tweet us at cliffcentral.com or at sia underscore sf. But let us get the show going. This is Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com. There we go. So first and foremost, talking to Nati, and he's here in studio with me. Nati, good morning. How are you doing? Morning, morning. See, how are you? Good. So it's not too early for you? Yeah. I think well, we're... Well, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> we, we were sort of discussing the traffic, but yeah. I think we're cool with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For All sure. right. So Nati, I don't even know where to even start this discussion off, because I okay. want to pick a bone with the creative term. Yeah. Okay. You are in the industry, uh, behind the scenes. Yeah. What have you done thus far, though? Alright, my profession based, but my first thing was I was a draftsman. I studied as a draftsman and that was the real profession I did. But then I, from there on I became like a senior draftsman and then I became like a manager of all the departments of like a drawing department. Yeah. From there on I moved on and I just started like getting more into the more creative stuff, you know, yeah. like the designing set and for shows and that sort of thing, coming up with concepts and ideas and that sort of thing. That's the way, that's the direction I'm going right now. I feel like that's almost a slight contradiction as like a technical draftsman yeah, yeah, designing yeah, that's yeah. attention to details. Then yeah. when you hear the term creative, yeah. it almost like encapsulates someone oh, who sits sure. barefoot and starts <laughs> like painting in different colors. Candles and yeah, and yeah, and yeah. Sort of voodoo <laughs> vibes. I don't know what. <laughs> Incense burning and that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, look, I like I have studied in the technical field. That's, uh-huh. that's where I really, really actually went to school for. But the creative side is. Pretty much what I what I've always been like. Uh-huh. You know, that's that's why I always get into that. Is that all? Has that always been a vision for yourself? Well, I studied before. I mean, even in school, you know, that's all I did was the, the drama stuff and just the arts, pretty yeah. much. And then, you know, the the parents and everything else they want you to go into a field that actually you know has a direction that actually will get you paid or something or somehow. Yeah. But no matter how much they tried and how much anything else worked, I always ended up in this field because. I studied, funny enough, I studied aircraft maintenance at some point. 
Okay, hold up now. <laughs> See what I mean? So, How, where did aircraft maintenance? Well, look, fit? I went to school, like high school, like normal, and then I dropped out at like grade 11 or grade 10. Okay. Um, parents thought that I should actually push this. Was it your decision thing. to drop out? Mm, sort of, because okay. I always wanted to study the arts, so I never studied the maths at first, and I never studied anything else. All I did was the histories and the dramas and, you know, all that that, yeah. that, that goes through the arts. But then they just thought that maybe I should basically go into an engineering field. So I go to a technical college, these, that sort of thing. So study like, go back to maths, now, yeah, go back yeah. to science, go back to all of that stuff. And then I ended up in an engineering field, you know, like a secure job. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So while I was doing that, um, the only thing I was actually good in was, was technical drawings. So studied that for a bit and. And then the lecturer picked, picked up that I, that's the only thing I can actually really oh. do. Like, that's what I actually like doing. Yeah. You know? That's the only time I was actually happy. So from there on, I moved to the, an academy called the African Academy, where they just deal with um, computer-aided drafting. Okay. Uh, which is basically when you do draft, um, when you start from the pencil, you know, you do technical drawings in school, you do it from pencil. You see, my, my whole thoughts and yeah. all I remember of like technical, you know, they're yeah. called TD in T's, high school. Yeah, yeah. The TD class were like somewhere down there yeah, yeah, on the yeah. other wing of the school <laughs> with the weird fancy yeah. desks and the students were yeah. all on their own. I never understood it. Yeah. At one point, I actually bought the little TD desk in the bag yeah. and the what, I was never that guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, that's the the interesting thing about you is that as much as you are creative and you have all these ideas, I have a technical background. You still yeah. can be almost wide in condition. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I mean, anybody can come up with ideas. You know, like anybody can come up with the the, the killer, the, the 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 best design in anything. But when it comes to the technical background of it, or actually, can it actually be built, or can it actually be done? Yeah, you know, that's that's where the that's where design meets, like you know, the theoretical part of things, and that's where creative meets technical for me. Yeah, yeah. Where did you actually get the insight to understand from a young age? You know, you, now you have career days and you get work experience yeah. and internships, even with kids in high school yeah. to try and implore the sort of thinking but where did you at that young age get that understanding of you know it's as much as i am a creative i have to make money out of this and it is a business and let's treat it like that well to be honest to you like it it was all i i was just always that that kid you know Mm -hmm. creative i always draw stuff and do that sort of thing so from from the beginning i always just wanted to do something entertainment i didn't know what exactly but when i studied you know technical drafting and then i went into doing computer-aided drafting and I got into a company that actually dealt with live events you know they, they, they do technical solutions for the events company which yeah that's when I got into that that's when I started seeing you know the light in a way that I could actually do more than just you know be a draftsman just do technical drawings I could actually do more I could actually draw a curve now not just a straight line uh-huh. in a way you know what I mean what so, was it about the entertainment field that particularly interests you um what it isn't like in a specific field in it or just what about it? Yeah. Of what is just like entertainment. Was it more about like the ability to be able to yeah. express yourself yeah. and to share your ideas? Yeah. yeah. Impressing, you know, like just, just being, being in that, being in the limelight, but not really, you mm-hmm. know, like you, you, you're behind something that, that you come up with, you know, yeah. like that, 
that you've done or you were part of. So you've never been that guy who wants to be in the spotlight. I've always wanted that too. Oh, okay. But, so <laughs> but, I was about to go, yeah. wow, what a humble guy. Just like, nah. no, someone else to nah, shine. Nah. Okay. Yeah, it's like, you no, know, I want to be that guy in the back going, yeah, I was part of that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I was part of that. Yeah, this is what I did. Yeah. And so with that vision and so that mindset as well and how you were always sticking to your guns in that sense, yeah. how was it now venturing into the real world? You had your TD lessons. Yeah. It was all good and well. You looked cool to the CRs of the world who were like, <laughs> what's happening in those classrooms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you go into the real world. How was that shift? Ooh. I got dropped into the deep end. Wow. Because, um, when I got there, I mean, I was, there's different softwares. So the, the software I was, I was, I was studying basically didn't work there. It worked, but it, it's, it was like a platform for me. But mm-hmm. when I got there, it was a totally different software now. I'm in there. I know nothing about it. I just literally just got out of, I'm still in, st- I'm still studying while I was working there at the same time. Oh, wow. How old so were you then? I was 19. Yeah. Turning 20, about there. Yeah. 2006. Yeah. Around there. So it was, it was, it was scary. I mean, it was something new, it was something different, but once you get into it, well, it was the long hours. It was uh, the trying to get to know this thing and trying to get it right. Yeah. That, that's the part that. That's what it was like. It was, it was, it was, it was long hours. Were you like one of the youngest in the company? Yeah. Were you, yeah. Yeah. Hours? Hours are crazy. There was no nine to five. No, 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 no. It was, you know, you the contract th- says nine to, it says eight <laughs> to five, you know, with the exception of other requests at the end, you know yeah. what I mean? But no, it was, it was never really a, an eight to five job ever. At 19 years old, with all those dreams and aspirations of yourself, and then here comes the whole load of responsibility. Yeah. How did you juggle that? That wasn't fun at all. What sort that of responsibilities were there? Well, give us all the technical terms. Ah, now, wow. Yeah, that's, that's all terms. that amazes me now. Responsibilities in terms of the work. Yeah. In terms of the work, I mean, here you are, you have to, you're taking, you're taking instructions from, from, you know, the, the, the higher people above giving you type of things to draw up. Uh-huh. You know, like your specific things. And this is, this comes with safety. This comes with a whole lot of technical things that you have to get right. As in, you know, the requirements, the equipment needs to be okay. Yeah. Um, the drawings need to be, you know, they need to be proper. Measurements I'm already are critical. cringing at the pressure. Yeah, <laughs> measurements are critical and you're messing up. I mean, it's, it's the first few months. You are messing up every second day. You know what I mean? You have to understand this side of it now. Yeah. And I always, when I looked at that company, I thought, okay, well, this is just the lights. The, you know, this is nice. This is the shows. And you never really focus on the background of it. You know, uh-huh. really, really, that stage that looks nice, mm-hmm. who actually did that? You know, looking at things now, what would you have to say has been the biggest thing you've learned from messing up? From messing up? Yeah. Keep messing up so you learn more. <laughs> <laughs> Keep messing up so you learn more. Just get really? it right though. Yeah. Get it right in the end, as long do, as you do that. Do you think now that has helped you in the long run? Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, lo- I love messing up, so that, that, that means that I can You get... see, listen, that's good on paper. Everybody says, yeah. no, listen, experience is the best teacher, yeah, and let's is. just move on. But when you have a boss, and when you have deadlines, yeah. and when you have higher powers, I don't necessarily think it's they the easiest of things. They will be all over you if yeah. you mess But, you know what I mean, you, you learn from that. That's it. That's all I can say about it. You learn from it. Just make sure you get it right the next time, though. What would you have to say about the people you kept around you? About the people I kept around me? Yeah. They weren't, um, they were, they were very straight up about, about, about how they, how they teach you. You know, it was, it was, there was no, it was not nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody was straight and, and get it right. And if you mess up, well, you know what I mean? 
there was repercussions for stuff like that, and they were just real to me. Mm-hmm. They were like real world type of real, like sink or swim type of situation with me. You know, the reason why I asked that is because yeah. you know I, I think we take this very lightly, but the people you keep around you and the type of support you get critical. is very, very important. Very, very and critical. that I also think also goes into your hunger, yeah. so to speak, sometimes. Yeah. And are we hungry? Are young South Africans hungry? They are hungry, but I just feel like sometimes there's no sense of direction in that hunger. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now we're getting kind of deep. So, so let's just rephrase it. They are hungry. There's just no sense of direction. But there's no sense of direction. Yeah, there's just no sense of direction. What does that mean? We all want, we all want to get to that point. Most of us don't know how to get to that point, but we all just think, oh, okay, if I do this, I'll be okay, or I'll just sit back and I'll be okay. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll scoop me up. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's not like that. You actually have to get dirty. You actually have to like want to be hungry. Yeah. You want to actually experience that. You want to so get into it, that first. it's a it's a bigger idea of yeah. you actually have to put in the work. Yeah, put in no. the work. Yeah, put in the work. I'm nowhere near where I want to get to, you know. So, what about everybody else? Then that leads me to one of the things I always I'm intrigued by with people who are still hungry yet have still achieved and are on in the process of achieving success. Yeah, are you happy or are you content? Content. Are you content? I'm satisfied with nothing. You're satisfied with nothing. No. Your nutty is on a roll today. Like, <laughs> like, he's giving me all these deep one-liners and then I'm like, what must do can happen? What, what does that mean? There's still more out there. If, if, if I become happy and I become satisfied with that, then I'm just going to relax, really. So I just tell myself that this is not it. This is, this is not all. This is not it. You know what I mean? I can still do more. Yeah. Yeah. Ah yeah yeah you know I I I have nothing to say. Listen, it is a deep discussion. It's right here on Nantab Talent on CliffCentral.com. Sure. Straight after this, we're continuing the discussion with Unite, and then after this, I don't even know how to introduce this guy because comedian doesn't encapsulate what he does. Producer doesn't encapsulate what he does. Like mogul nyana doesn't encapsulate it. It's Thomas Kumete. Straight after this, this is Untapped Talent. Unreal, uncensored, unradio. Cliffcentral.com. This is Cliffcentral.com. It's a Friday. Let's feel it. It's like it's like the World Cup. Philip is here. <laughs> I have not cracked that one in like a good old time. Listen, since the World Cup. Probably. Yeah, let's not judge each other for my corniness, okay? This is Untapped Talent right here on Cliffcentral.com with myself, Sia Sanguinifan. Listen, if you want to join in on the conversation, it is all about making business from showbiz, okay? Uh, you can message us on WeChat. Our official account is Cliff Central. Tap connect and message to show. Nora Mac on WeChat says, So Sia, yo, I love how it gets all personal. So Sia, <laughs> this is your second year working slash interning at Cliff Central. Do you have plans to go to Varsity anytime soon? <laughs> okay. Go no, back to school. Nora Mac, <laughs> thank you for your concern. Actually, yes, this is my second year uh, as part of the team, but I actually am working and studying. So it's one of those crazy things. Since you did ask as well, I will be ri- writing my first exam this Monday. So talk about juggling it all. We're going to make it happen slowly but surely. Cool. Thank you. Also, you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com or at sia underscore sf. So if you've just joined us, we have been talking to Nati, getting all deep and philosophical oh on Friday. But listen, I don't know any other way to intro this guy except... Yeah. <laughs> Since I fell in love with a game, I'm up and down the streets. 
Uh-huh. And it's the life we lead. Oh, I so Yo, it's the life we lead. Okay, okay, okay. Thank, thank you, Thomas. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I was trying to say at the top of the show, comedian, you're more than that. Thank you, sir. Producer, you're more than that. Thank you, You've sir. You've done acting, TV presenting, like basically what haven't you done? <laughs> I haven't done nothing yet, right? Like, uh, I'm an actor first, just to clarify for everybody. Like, if I could have long ago, yeah. went straight from studying acting into just acting in feature films, I would have, right? Uh-huh. But the country, obviously the industry wasn't in such a place where you could just come out and hope to be making money acting in films in South Africa. We're only making like six or three films a year or something ridiculous. So it was wow. like, TV became uh, a big helping hand. TV drama. I still felt like I was acting in films because at least I was on location. I had dope directors, Abu Akino, Matosa, and whatever. And we had dope stories, right? Uh-huh. And then SABC crashed and got broke and then owed us all money. And then we were like, holy shit, it's 2009. What are we going to do? Uh-huh. TV Things got producing. real. Things got very, very, very quickly. <laughs> and TV producing rescued my life, man. You know, um, Abolungi Lehatu and uh, Sabo Angwegazi approached me and said, let's do a show called Forever Young. We'll produce it. We'll, we'll be the... Re- and I never wanted to do reality TV. Yeah. As a purist, as someone who studied acting in school, yes. as a filmmaker, film and TV live performance was we- like toilet paper. Wow. To me. You know what I'm saying? I was like, what? Yeah. I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> and then eight reality shows later that we've produced with our company. Um, I realized well, it's about telling stories, man. And so long as you're telling stories, whether you're telling them as a comedian on the stage, making people laugh, or you're telling them as an actor in a drama series, making them cry, yeah. or you're telling it in a film, as long as you're telling stories, I guess, that's what I realized. It was, it was still a major part of storytelling. Telling Mo Love's story, let's say, or telling our story, or telling yeah. Mandela Lex's story, or Benny McCarthy's story. It's still crafting a story, making, evoking emotions from people. Yikes, yeah. Mr. Storyteller. Yes, sir. So if we had to encapsulate your story thus far and term it with something, what would that be? Oh, shit. It's The Alchemist. If you've read the book, The Alchemist. The Alchemist. Alchemist. Yeah, that's my, that's, that's where I'm, that's why I can say my journey is so far. Yeah. Like I figured out a lot about life and what I can and can't do, but mm-hmm. I haven't done half the things I should do. You know, I haven't, I, I still haven't, like I'm blessed. I'm grateful to be yeah. where I am at my age. But I'm like, damn, you know, yeah. I still need to diddy the game somehow. You Those are the people we grew up listening to and looking up to. So it's like your your aspirations are actually as far as the, the, the world's aspirations are. Well, in my case, anyway, I'm like, uh, I'm, Zanzi, I'm happy I am where I'm at. But I'm like, I wish I could take the world and make it our uh, um that equal our, playing field. Yeah, equal playing field. Yeah. 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 Zanzi, it's your like, stage. And, and be like, look, this is our... Um, this is this is what people should judge us on, not just on our quality. Exactly. Of, sure. of, of what's happening, you know. You watch some of the things on TV. You like, how can one company be producing this shit hot quality mm-hmm. using the same budget, and then the next one looks like crap, and you know it's the same budget, and yeah. you're like, so is it? You don't respect the audience or yeah. me or what is it? What, what 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 is it that's happening? So, you know, um, I guess like Nati said, mm-hmm. man, you know, I'm I'm not halfway anywhere I wanna be. You know, I'm grateful for where I am, but I'm not anywhere I wanna be yet. Uh, if Denzel Washington still needs an acting coach and he's still waking up every day <laughs> yeah. in character, trying to 
trying to fight for that. You know what I mean? Then yeah. who am I to be like, yeah, no, I've arrived. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> Do an energy drink yeah, now. Nah. <laughs> so, ting, it's the energy drink now. That's uh, no, I'm playing. Are we making uh, reference? No, 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 wow. no, 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 no. Have shots been no, fired? No, 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 of course not. Of course yeah, not. okay. No, we're moving backwards. <laughs> so listen, Thomas, let's go back, way back. You know, yes, Thomas growing up in KZN. Mm-hmm. I'm a fellow KZN knight as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can hear in your accent. You know, the Zulu English accent. The what, what does that mean? <laughs> so, a Joba guy. Sure. Okay. That's you from here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, you know, if you're looking for um, a place that you'd like to go. You okay. Know, so, he's got that straight. <laughs> and then Durban. Yo, listen, uh, yeah. so, yeah, oh, growing geez. up in, uh, KZN, uh, tell me, you just got that extra little Zulu forcefulness on the English. I know, cause I'm from there as well, brother. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I've been outed cause yeah. I just said KZN. The then many cities in KZN, <laughs> but now that he even specifically said Durban. Alright, let me try and turn it down. I'll be straight. <laughs> I'll be like the Joburg straights, eh? Alright, let's move on. That's even worse. Come on, boo. Is, is it even worse? I won't win with this one. Yeah. Listen, from the lights of Ecolywood, you know. Yes, sir. Growing up in KZN, was your vision always to be where you are today? Oh, to be honest, man, um, I went to six different primary schools, mm-hmm. uh, which meant that I never really got to figure out what I'm doing, who my friends are, what I, what, what, whatever. It was just always me. It always like, okay, I'm here now. Now I have to do. Oh my god, now, now I'm here. Now. So it was always like, I, I was planning for then. I, to be honest, yeah. like the future when I was in KZN was far for me. I, I don't, I don't remember a time sitting down thinking. I wish to be a, a successful entertainer, you mm-hmm. know, when I was in primary school. I think I just wanted to get along with my friends and have friends, like stop moving around and just have a group of people you can call your friends. Because every time you get to a new school, there's already a click that have known each other. You get to another yeah. school, there's already a click. Yeah. So I was just trying to fit in, I guess, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, for the longest time. Then moved to Joburg. And what fi- prompted you move to Joburg? No, uh, family. Okay. Family, yeah. My mom moved here. She had work here. Uh, so we came here like 95, 96 or so. So you were like 13-ish? No, I was two, I was in standard two, so I was... What, that's... That's like 10. Yeah. I was 10. No. Three guys in one room, Don't horrible, even look at me. Horrible <laughs> <with> <laughs> like standard two, carry the four, <laughs> minus the one. This is why we're not engineers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> and my first friend, actually, when I got to Chova, was a guy who robbed me, was a hobo. Um, a homeless S- Sorry now There's a lot in that <laughs> sentence Your first friend Was, was the guy who robbed Who robbed me Was he friend Then he robbed Or was, did he rob He then robbed friend? me Then became friends so Like two three days in t- Staying in Hillbro Walking home from Rosenith Primary Okay Going struggled Carrying cricket bat I'm like yeah man Made it to Joburg You know <laughs> Hey this guy <laughs> runs past and it's winter time It's, it's going towards you, winter time Yeah And you know I'm like I'm not going to go home Without my hat Yeah I chased him I, This guy didn't think I would chase him for that long I dropped the bag I dropped the bed And I chased him You were on a mission Hey I chased this guy Hey now you have a Hey Hey he eventually After some time He was like hiding under a little train I chased him And I was standing around And he's like Yo Ntwan What's wrong with you? I'm like, hey, full spoke or something. Exactly, exactly. He was like, damn, don't let me walk you back to your bag. He gave me back the, he was old, man. He was probably like 17, 18, and okay. I was like 10. And he was like, yo, what a brave little, yeah. yeah. you know? So talk and, about the first impression for friendship. Dog. Okay. And then from then on, like, I wasn't afraid to walk through the park because I knew I had my older nigga who yeah. lived after a brother. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I was like, ah, it's all good. 
And then my niggas at school like, you can't be friends with homeless guys. Oh, oh. so wow. is that when you were at least included in? Yeah, yeah. Because it felt bad for you. Clicked, okay. like, Cut him off. No, like the same case at end, baby. Your standards here, you know. I'm yeah. Like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> but listen, what was that culture shock like though? From, from KZN to each other? It wasn't really like a culture shock. I think I'd already been shocked so many times, moving around so many times. Mm-hmm. The real culture shock happened probably like when I lost my father in my life. Like when he was around, we were like rich. Okay. Like grandy. And then like by the time I hit seven years old, when I was really starting to enjoy the mind. Oh, <laughs> a new understanding yeah, what it means and what it does. Okay. Oh, we're, yeah, well, I'm, I know, triple sto- oh, yeah. stairs mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got man. Ah, motherfucker left us. Uh, then he died. That was a culture show. That was like, damn. That's the first time I felt in life like shit. It's, it's about, I guess it's about money. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I felt it. I saw the fridge go from, from what it was to being empty to being a smaller fridge because yeah. now we've had to sell that one per se. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, shit. Okay, okay. This is life. This is life. So I started like from a young age, from from primary school, I think, from high school, I started selling uh, things to make sure that I'm never in a situation where I'm like, shit, I can't, I can't go to the party or I can't catch that taxi to wherever. You know what yeah. I mean? And to get things that, like the pressure of my mother, I hated asking my mother for money. Mm-hmm. You know, I asked her for, for money for clothes, and I'd be like, eh, I'm so whack. But I'd be mm-hmm. like 14, but I still felt whack for asking my mother for clothes. Yeah, you know wow. what I mean? I, I, that I can remember. I was like, because I had a smaller brother and an older brother. He was looking raggedy. Okay. My small son, like, <laughs> like a better time, man. Like, right. a raggedy, like, oh, he ain't got no clothes. Yeah. I'm like, mama gave me money for this. What's my little brother gonna do? He's waiting for me to take these off. Yeah. I was like, nah, you know? Do you know what intrigues me about you though, Thomas? How were you then able to not only remain true to yourself, and I know that sounds kind of philosophical, wifey, all up in the air, but really stay true to yourself, embrace who you are, who you are to be like, you know what, I got robbed by this guy, but you know what, bottom line, at the end of the day, he's a cool guy, let's be friends type of thing. I've been through all of these hardships. You know what? That is my story. Mm. And even bigger than that, you were able to laugh at yourself through comedy. I think that's what really helped. That is like 40 years of therapy for someone. I would say, you know, they write a book and they sit on Dr. Phil's couch for shit like that. If I didn't have comedy in my life, I probably wouldn't be like as adjusted. And I don't think I'm that well adjusted. I'm still fucking crazy, right? (laughs) But like, at least I know that I'm crazy. I think if I didn't have comedy, I wouldn't have had a place to diagnose the craziness, you know? Uh And funny enough, moving around all that time, all that time, even after getting to Roseneath and then staying, then I have to move to another primary school after two years, then getting to high school. That like kind of taught me how to maneuver and be around people without me even knowing it. It intrinsically put it in my blood. Yeah. Like it became the actor. Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't acting. There was no reason to act, but interacting with people at a level where you have to understand them quickly in day one. Cause they've known each other two years. Day yeah. one, you must know. Is that guy going to be my friend or not? So you have to start picking up like how people's personalities are. All of this, I only figured when I started becoming an actor and I, and I studied it. And now they, they, they start taking me back. And they, and they say to you, Oh, what, um, why, why Thomas do you understand? I'm like, Oh, let me interrogate. Yes, internalized. Why am I so great? Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> what made me so great? <laughs> 
And then with all of this deep introspection, when did you go from that very first, like, I think your first TV debut was in an advert? Yeah. Was it? I'll take you back even before that. I left Park Town Boys. Well, I was in Park Town Boys, right? And I was okay. like a big, big sportsman. I'm talking like athletics, rugby. Cricket. Ooh. Cricket. Yeah, cricket yeah. I sucked. So oh, I, okay. I quit it at like standard yeah, seven or standard eight. Man. I yeah, quit. I, I never okay. worked. But rugby, I was captain of the second team, which wow. means I played for the first team like every, probably like five, six games. And then first team boys were huge. It was like a hundred kg motherfuckers, right? <laughs> and I'm like a little tiny guy, right? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, motivational talker in the change room. I could make guys cry in a change room before they go play a match. Like guys with, <gasps> so, <laughs> here I am. And I'm not knowing that that's a talent, right? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, I didn't know that that was like, if wow. you think of it, that's a monologue, that's a performance, yeah. right? Why would they make the smallest guy the captain? I didn't know these things. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at the actors who were on stage, who were doing public speaking and debating and yes. acting, and I thought they were gay, yeah. little whatevers, right? You just didn't get it. Mm. No, no, no. It was proper, like, homophobic, like... Yeah. It's part-time and I'm not saying part-time boys. I'm talking about the mentality of of boys. Trust me, I went to a boys' school as well. It was that intense. At the time, it's intense. You have to be. You just have to be very protective of yourself and of your manhood, or else you are gay. Of which back then it's like you can't be because then you are dying. And you're like, (laughs) so you understand? Like, and I'm talking about now. Imagine I'm this guy and I want to go become an actor. So I can't even tell a single friend. So I'm now not only am I like going to be an actor, I'm already like. In the closet, yeah, so to speak, <laughs> the acting uh, closet, so right? To speak, yeah. And my mother just asked me in my final exam, "What do you want to be?" And the first answer said, "I want to be an actor." And she said, "Okay, fine." And then we went. Wow. And then I got my first role in second year. It didn't take me long, and I realized I was never the best or the best in sports because I was just too small. I guess like they'll always choose another guy better than me. Okay, they'll and then you hope that guy just gets injured. Injured, yeah. yeah then and then then I go the, and I yeah. play, and then when he comes back, I go back to second team. Uh, so I was like, <laughs> this isn't life. This is not the life. Yeah, I can't yeah. be second in life. <laughs> Let me find something I'll be the best at, yeah. and that happened to be acting. Wow. Yeah. So you studied full man line performance. Yeah. Okay. After. And what went into that? Oh man, the most intense course I've ever experienced in my life. You know, uh, it was 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Young child. When we were there, luckily we got there and people were still passionate about actually teaching us shit. You know what I mean? Um, come the end of second year, it had really gone down the train. It was like you didn't have to go to school if you didn't want to. But like the first two years we had there, get there at nine in the morning and you leave at midnight if you're wow. dedicated. So you do nine to five and then from five to, to midnight is your, is your, is your practicals, your, Rehearsing in plays Helping out with the fourth years And the honor students And so forth And like I think that's what gave me the edge I worked with Older group When I was my first year mm-hmm. So by the time I hit second year They were really casting me In their honors movies And then I got into the industry In No man year. You were now seeing Your name in lights You were seeing oh, that Oscar My man You had written your speech <laughs> Funny enough The movie I acted in In, in fourth Not in fourth year In second year Elalini Won a student Oscar I opened the film <laughs> The the first image you see is me dying, like I'm crying, I'm dying slow mo. <laughs> I didn't know. I was just there. Tristan Holmes was directing and I just thought wow. like, I'm in second year, I'm assisting on the film set and I'm I've got this death scene. Didn't I know that we're gonna go beat hundred and twelve other students, other countries. There were hundred and twelve countries that entered the student Oscars. That film won. And that's when I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. There might be some. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I'm in the, I'm in the money yeah, yeah. now. You, know what you can I mean? die in the first few seconds and, and win a Grammy. And win a, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You're in it. <laughs> you know? But hold up, Thomas. You know, 
with that, nah, then we go into, you know, a place called home. You were in that drama series from 2006 yes. to 2009. You co-hosted The Cypher, which mm, is on mm, SABC mm. One. Uh, that debuted in 2007. Bay of Plenty, Mtunzini.com, Backstage, Home Affairs, Soul City. I'm not disputing that it wasn't hard work. Because I know a lot of hard work and a lot of efforts and a lot of dedication came into that. But I'm sure there was something more. But I don't know what that something more is. What would you have to say that, just that something, the way things rolled out, the way the roles came oh, about. I know, I'm getting process. goosebumps though. Because whenever I think about it, I don't want to interrogate it too much because then I'm, I always try and recreate it. Young toilet. Mm-hmm. But I think if, if you just like, I'll put it this way. Uh, had I not chosen to go into the acting, those roles would have gone into six different other people. Mm-hmm. But I had to be six different other people to even make it to standard two. So it was, I'd say it was my, and I hate that word, it was my destiny. I was being trained by life yeah. to play these roles. Okay, hold up. We're just having a moment here. Natty just flashed <laughs> destiny tattooed on your arm. Come on. Come on, Doc. And here we are. Come on, Doc. <laughs> Natty, wh- <laughs> what does destiny mean to you? Oh, a lot of things, man. A lot of things. Eventually, you'll get to where you're going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can, like the what I was telling you earlier is that I studied all these other things, and I'm still here and, and you, doing, yeah, you, doing here again. Natty did aircraft something maintenance at some point <laughs> in my life. Maintenance, you know what I mean? and here he is now. I know uh-huh. nothing about that. No, don't even ask me there. <laughs> <laughs> but I studied it. You know, yeah. I had to. Parents are like, look, do something that. You know, that will generate an income. Like, mm-hmm. I was an actor. I was mm-hmm. up my entertainment deal into this. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, they're not going to generate cash as much as you love doing them, but do them on the side. You yeah. know what I mean? Do that there and get a job. So, this just means, like, however, whenever, no matter the weather, there's a figure, allow you caught. And if you want to go there. Yeah. You know you what I mean? Believe in yourself. Yeah. You got to believe. You got to believe. Yeah, man. You got to believe. If you didn't believe, yeah. then you can't start with anything. You know what I mean? So, I, I just. And I have to applaud my mom. Sure. She let me go straight into studying acting when I'd never acted before. I'd never even mentioned the Not words. even been a tree, yeah. nyana. Then, like four years <laughs> later, when I'd really started making the industry, she sat me down. She pulled out an acting certificate that I got when I was in, like, uh, before even, I think he, BCBs are crash. Yeah. Yeah. Like grade R. Grade up, so grade R and grade one. (laughs) Up to grade two. I was studying acting and I won best actor certificate. What, what? And I'd forgotten all of that. And then Rosenitha played Pumbaa in The Lion King. So if I look back, Mm -hmm. there were still places where like, Live, I say, hey, this is what you're really good mm. at. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved me when I played yeah. Pumba, and I'm the thin guy. I should have played Timon, yeah. but I played Pumba, and they're <laughs> like, oh, shit. You, you made it work. Made it work. But you kind of run away, or not even run away, if you're not in tune with the universe. You can't listen to, like you said, right? Yeah. You, as soon as you heard, you were like, I'm there. Yeah. Sure. You could have been in a situation where you didn't hear that. Yeah. And then you wouldn't be here. Yeah. So you have to listen to the, to the, they like to call it the universe. I like to call it God, you know, um, I don't like to, Alienate people and their beliefs in whatever. Mm, yeah. There is the higher power, whether or you, whoever, whatever it is that you call it, mm. listen to it. It helps you get to where you need to go. Yeah. Sure. That's why we tattoo yeah. ourselves up. It's a story, go, man. Oh, fear, fear nothing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh self belief. Yeah. Oh, destiny. Yeah. Yeah, it's, hey, it's a story. It's a story. Like, yeah. ah, cool. You're performing arts. You're moving arts. Thomas, let's not talk about <laughs> tattoos right now. Because I don't know if you know this, Nat. Yeah. Thomas has tag life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I don't know how to feel about that. Explain. Is, is that no, also, let him explain. Okay, yeah, Do you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> so here's the thing with me, right? 
all these things that have been happening have been happening. Like you were saying, I was on SBC One on three shows at the same time. You could tune in Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You come across me as the lead actor, as a presenter on Cypher, or as the lead actor on the place called... Ah, you're a force, Baba. Mm. Yeah, you're a force. And then I was like, <laughs> I was nine, I was 20, 21. Yeah. And I felt like I'd never purpose. You know, I was like, I'm doing all of this shit, and really, what is it? You then I went that? into Rastafarianism, mm-hmm. and then I realized black... Black royalty, in black consciousness mm-hmm. in, a, in a serious, serious yeah. way. Nobody had ever taught me that actually... Being black is the crack. You are the original. Yeah. This is bulletproof. This yeah. is melanin. Like I started Infinite. to learn a lot yeah. about my myself. Not, okay. not about ooh, Thomas. Hey, <laughs> yeah, not and Thomas. The, just pe- what people think. Yeah. Is, you know but what I mean? Thomas, who you really are. And then I went into a rasta phase. I quit eating meat and so forth and so forth. I was like, oh, I miss my meat. But yo, you phone. But I kept the consciousness. Yeah. And the and the black royalism. Yeah. Um, it's Moses, the the things you read in the Bible, all, all the prehistoric stories. The first people who invented electricity are black because okay. we are we the cradle of humankind. White yeah. people say it. The first people came from here. But we forget that. We yeah. don't want to say that to each other's black people. We are the us. original yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. We are the people. Because then that means we have to do something about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know what I mean? Responsibility and for me, too. Tupac, yeah, to bring it back, was the guy who made it make sense for me. It wasn't as far as Rastafarianism. He had a single mom. He was an entertainer. And he was making it. Yeah. But he had this mission about black people about putting taking the tag mm. taking the person on the street and putting them in a fucking office and utilizing their talent mm. yeah. you know what i'm saying you should be killing somebody according to statistics exactly but yeah. you're not you hear nobody's doing that for you though we yeah. need because they, they are they are physically putting us down but nobody's physically pulling us up mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so for me when i watch his interviews and and dude, like I used to hear his songs, but then I started watching his interviews and the parallels of my life and his life. Then I started buying his clothes all the time. Tell him my thug life, jeans. Whatever. Yeah. Then I'm like, actually, put it on your skin, you'll forget about it. Forget about trying to buy the thing. Every morning, though, when yeah. I look at it, I'm like, I've got a bigger mission. So even if I could get my five million dollar deal tomorrow, mm-hmm. you won't find me disappearing into Malibu. I'll come back. And I'll go to Mzimkul where I come from and I'll help those kids get from nothing to something. Yeah. Yeah. That life, that's what it stood for. The hate you, you give, gave. little infants yeah. fucked everybody. So who's going to give the love back? Huh. If the hate is there constantly, whose job is it to bring yeah. the love back? If everyone's just happy to be famous, happy to have Instagram followers and happy to buy your own little house, have your own little townhouse and your own little car. Mm, yeah. What the, What about the rest of the 40 million people yeah. who are nowhere near that you know, in your country and then in the continent again? I can't even talk about Kenyan, Sierra Leone and Manban yeah. and whatever. Who's going to do it? Yeah. And if not you, and, who? And then if if I forget, who's going to remind me? The tag life. Every morning. Every morning. You can't... Girls be asked more the time. Why do you get Uzenza to Park? I went to Tupac But funny enough, a lot of people didn't say Uzenza Upak. Is it? I was very worried about that the minute they finished doing it. I was like, shit, people gonna think I'm a copycat. We're trying to do a speedy Cisco. Funny enough, everyone just understood. Others thought, okay, you're just crazy. But others understood. They're like, there's something else there. He's not, because I'm not, you know, I'm not like spitting. Going out there <laughs> trying to be free. No, no, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. okay. But the message for me, yeah, and I have to carry it. One day I'll have to live it again and be like, shit, yeah, Park had a mission. He died. Mm. I have to take it on. Exactly. Bob Marley had a mission. He died. Park took it on. 
kind of thing. Yeah. Nazi take, story took continues. on. Yeah, the story continues. Whoever that yeah. you looked out, yeah. up yeah. to, up to, you are continuing that. For sure. You know? Yeah. No, hey, Nati, I see you're just nodding here. Yeah, I'm you're remaining and I'm you're not... agreeing totally. I'm just nodding one way, bro. Yeah. yeah. Does this echo a lot of yeah. your own sentiments? It's as very well? true, though. Yeah, it is very true, though. Like, um, like what you were saying now. You know, I mean, this is what you believe in. I mean, you have to. He believes in this. Like, this is his. This is what he believes in. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He could have. He could have done that and been somebody else. It's mm. all about at the end of the day what you believe, what you're here for. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're only here for like this much time. You yeah. know what I mean? You're only here for that. So do what you have to do and do what you can do while you have the time to do it. You know what I mean? Before yeah. you get dirty like Park says and then the world eats you alive. It eats you, know you alive yeah. and then now your energy, yeah. like your energy diminishes. Man, yeah. I'm 29, Same but here. I can feel <laughs> that when six years ago, dog, when I was 22, 23, I could do everything I'm doing now. Yeah. Drunk, hungover, didn't matter. Wake up in the morning in the too. Morning to, do like, it. Yeah. Now, you just make it work. Now you get good <laughs> normal. So now I know that in ten years from now, yeah. Huh, yeah. You know I, should I, mean? be, I should be working towards helping other people get to where I'm at. Yeah. I can't be still hustling when I'm 39, no. dog. Gag, smile. Yeah. Gag. Then my my my, my generation will have. Who are they supposed to look up to? At you know what I mean? Yeah. Who do they have then? Yeah. You know? But listen, you've made advances and a half in making sure that you're on hustling. What I like is that you've realized from a few years ago where you said, okay, listen, the industry is changing. The industry is shifting. I'm not going to go along someone's contract where they say, okay, cool. Thank you. We don't like your smile anymore. Mm. Uh, let's get the next guy in. Let's talk about that shift of actually starting your own production company. Oh, man, that was... It, it, it's just been an awesome journey. Mm-hmm. That's one of those things where, like we say again, if you just follow your heart, right? So being an actor and whatever, and then doing comedy, and then Lungile says, yo, man, I really want us to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Had I not been doing what I was doing, I would have never had the opportunity. Had I stayed maybe and wanted a job on Generations or yeah. something, he wouldn't have come and pulled me out of a soapy to try and do this thing. He mm-hmm. pulled himself out of a soapy. To start this production company That's That doesn't say faith in yourself You know what I'm saying That's why he weaned yeah. himself out of Rhythm City Then we ran the production company From my house for two years Young Todd wow. After Forever Young They gave us another uh, the, um, the Forever Young the first reality the first, show yeah, The yeah. first season And did. then they tasked us to come up with another show With Toles Mo and Moment. Mo Love So we had to come up with the name We had to sit down with them They just knew that they want this couple Soli Mueng at the time was head of Wuzo And was like uh, I like this couple. Please come up with something. Mm-hmm. We kept while coming up with that. We didn't have a place to meet up, and we were meeting at my house all the time. And while we were meeting up, then we'd meet with the, and then it became the production office. So for two years, craziest time of my life. I promise you, like the edit suite. So there's like a bedroom, and then the other bedroom is the edit suite, and then the lounge and kitchen is a production office, and then the other bedroom has got another edit suite and like a little. Um, Place where we can. You're making it work. Yeah, yeah you're like making it. We work. were just making it work. Yeah, it was not glamorous at all, dog. It was in the house. I had a girlfriend at the time, and it was torture for her. She wakes up in the morning with <laughs> a bloody cameraman who's here to shoot diary. She, she has to get dressed when she's gonna yeah. go to the toilet. Yeah, get there. The production man is already taking a shit, <laughs> and it's like seven in the morning. You're like, oh damn. But you know, Thomas, not to sound like I'm too, you know, biased, but really what I liked about, you know, just when it started off Forever Young is that it showed once again, as you were saying, it showed a different story. 
And there is this culture of yeah. young people in South Africa, young black people in, 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 in South Africa yeah. who are hungry, yeah. who like all these flashy things, who want to Instagram the red bottoms, whatever. Mm. But we aren't showing the hard work to get there. Yes. And we aren't showing the reality of it yeah. all. That it's not just, yeah, just yeah. a few bars and I'm celebrity now. That's the only way we're going to get respect for that stuff. Respect for the culture. Understand mm. where this guy's from. Understand what he does and what he's still doing to get to this point. Yeah, yeah. he's flashing now, but he's working for it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? He's, he's, he's putting in that work for that. You know what I mean? That, that's, that's what you have to like, that's, it's just the respect of it. Yeah. People don't have respect for what people do mm. because they don't know what they do. That's why we only see it on pictures. It's all nice. It's all nice, but it's not just that. There's yeah. a whole lot of hard work put behind the, all of that. Yes, people grinding yeah. all yeah. the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gentlemen, you know, I think the bigger picture here is as well, what you're doing now, both of you in your respective fields, you have no idea what sort of impact that is making to someone. Because you start to open up people's minds. And I always say that once you open up someone's mind, they can go on and mm. yeah. take on the world. Because you've you've sparked something up within them. And so I know it's hard to actually visualize or picture your legacy. You know, because you never know how you're changing mm, someone's yeah. life. But if it were up to you and where you're going, what do you want your legacy to be? You want to start? I think you should start, man. <laughs> I'm still trying to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take all the heroes that have taught me everything I know, you know, that have fought injustices and, and still lived the life. Like, no one is perfect, right? So, like, even, even all my heroes... Had their own flaws, which I love. Yeah. Right? Pop They're Marty real. And mm. like, he had Rita, but he also had like girls. other girls, you know, <laughs> four other baby mamas. Yeah. Really? Even yeah. Miss World. Yeah. Oh, wait, I yeah. didn't know that. You didn't know that. Damien, oh. Damien's Miss America's, like, yeah. son. Ah. Yeah, oh, the Miss America, yeah. Miss World. Yeah, oh, Miss, Miss, Miss World. Yeah. Yeah. So, now, nah, as much as he had, he also had his little weakness of loving women, right? Yeah. Which is awesome for me because I love women, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like, I love that's, how he's so honest about that. He's just like, you know what? Like, so I'm, like, I'm like, okay, so you can be a revolutionary and still have some flaws. You're Bruce Lee, the best of the best of the best, sir. Yeah. But was hated in his hometown because of being commercial now. Mm-hmm. And that's what you get when you take... But damn, those guys wanted to keep him for himself. Why must Bruce Lee not go worldwide mm. when a kid Shit, in Africa... Yeah. Can be inspired by Asian yeah. men. So what I'm saying is, I want to combine all those legacies: Muhammad Ali, Bob Marley, Tupac, Bruce Lee, into what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, I can be counted amongst them as well one day. They'll say Bruce Lee, Thomas Kumete, Bob Marley, Tupac, people who try to take the wealth and and, and talent that they have mm. and put it back into actually really not charity. Yeah. Fucking, one fucking charity You don't know where charity goes <laughs> But like really really change somebody's life yeah. Take somebody from a set and say Nga be security in job Night Here's 2000 rand Get a driver's license yeah. Then the guy gets a driver's license Become a stunt driver And then he's got a family And he's like for yo sure. man That for me If I can do that every day mm-hmm. yeah. Then I know at least We're not going to be killing each other Because the same world that my kids have to come into if I'm not making sure that they aren't rapists and killers mm-hmm. and people kill and, and, and rob out of frustration. Yeah. I've never seen like rich people robbing other people <laughs> or running around. You know, I've never yeah. seen a guy or oh, suit. Mm. 
and just yeah. want also, to get up and do it. The, yeah. They don't have the time. For nigga, that, you man. fool, nigga. Yeah. They don't have the you time. You know, rather go buy some beef, you know, some bulls, get some girls, yeah. chill with Relax. your niggas. Yeah. But if you're hungry, you're gonna rob the first person that you see in front of you, and that's gonna be my kid or my mom yeah. or my aunt. Yeah. And then me nangi grand. Me na kote nangi grand. I'm driving my car grand. High walls, high walls. And then I say, oh, this country is fucked up. There's so much crap. Have you helped one person not be hungry? And I'm talking physically. Just help one person. Try yeah. that. Before no, you, believe you me. Before you say, oh, this country is so much yeah. crime. Believe you me. You're on that road. You're definitely True. on that road. Nancy, what about you? True. Me. Let me put it this way. What I would, what I see, like, is, I want to be part of something monumental. Mm-hmm. However, whether I was in the forefront of it or part of the pieces that, that do that. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, like, like my, my profession, I was like, I design and, you know, I design for shows and I, I do that type of thing. But how, what can I do to inspire other people to do that? What can I do maybe at some point have a media house where I encompass all these people mm-hmm. that do that, you know? I, I, no offense, but like I want to empower more black people than anything else, you mm. know what I mean? Mm. That, educate those kids and show them that we're out there, man. you can still do this. You, yeah. There is something like this out there. People don't know what we really do. You know, yeah. just to educate and be part of something monumental in the end. Simply, simply put, that's all I want to uh-huh. do. Done. Done. Show's over. <laughs> what more press button? I'm leaving studio. <laughs> they've said, they've spoken, they've conquered the show. Yeah, for sure. Listen. Thank you very much. You've been a great host. Actually. Yeah. I was, I was even thinking, how do you do this with no music in between? <laughs> yeah. So while driving here, I'm like, no script. <laughs> I'm like, no script. Is all ring, auntie. Exactly. It's yeah. a conversation. It's a conversation. Myself too. Yeah, I've had yeah. a lot of fun, man. I must say, I, I really appreciate the way you've, you've just given us it didn't feel like an interview, yeah. which I think is awesome. You know? Yeah. 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 No, that definitely means not, no, keep a lot, to not just keep to me, sharing. but Cliff Central as a whole. Yeah, you sure. know, we started off saying this is a conversation about the business behind showbiz. Yeah. But I do think that this conversation has gone beyond that and will hopefully go on to change more lives. And that's all you know we want. I, hate? I wish I could walk out here and have the actual means to do everything we've just spoken about. Yeah. But I guess that's the motivation. Yeah. That's what's going to keep yeah, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, Damn, yeah. man. Did I just waste my time <laughs> talking about what I want to no, do no, and no. I can't do it? I'm like, no, no, no. Go do it. We're going to make it happen. Oh, We're going sure. to make it happen. So, Nancy yeah. Thomas, thank you guys so much for stopping by this morning. What insights and a half. So, definitely, and most importantly, thank you so much for listening. Until next week, another Friday, 9 a.m., right here on cliffcentral.com. Let's do it. My name is Sia, and I'll see ya. Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio.